going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome into tonight's Union match recap as we're talking about the Philadelphia's match this tonight, Wednesday night against the Chicago Fire at Soldier Field. This is embarrassing. I'm, I'm not going to put it any any lightly than that. It was embarrassing. I, I understand the schedule that you've been dealt with having a match literally two days after the emotional match that you had at Subaru Park, but you don't lose the Chicago Fire. And it's kind of the way the Chicago Fire beat you as well. They had the upper hand through the full 90 minutes, I would I would honestly tell you. It, they were just about equal, but Chicago had a couple different or had a, had a couple had the edge, I would say, on a couple instances. And we'll talk about Chris Mueller because, oh, my God, what a performance that he gave you as well for the Chicago Fire. But I would have lived with a, a draw. I honestly would have came in here in a much better mood if we would have came in with or we would have walked away from Soldier Field with a point. But no points the way you did. You, I mean, we'll talk about it, Brujito as well. Dude. I, I, I don't know what's going on. There's something going on with him. I do not know what's going on with him, but this is a frustrating one. Of course, I, I'm sure everyone is as frustrated as I am as well with this one um, because you just don't lose. to the. You're the first-place team in the Eastern Conference. You lost to the last-place team in the Eastern Conference. It, that, that those parallels don't, don't add up. Like I can't think about a worse loss in Philly sports history, as, as far as a regular season loss in the, in the matter that this happened, I, I can't, I can't think of, I, I flat out just cannot think of one. So, wow. We're going to talk about this matchup. Of course, I want to hear your thoughts right now, guys. So both in com, we got the YouTube comment sections open. We have the TikTok comment section open as well. Throw your comments, questions, and concern in there as well. Of course, if you guys want to be a part of the show, you're more than welcome. I'm going to be linked to come into the show. So you guys come in, give us your thoughts. Backstage is currently open. Come and hang out. We'll get you guys in in just a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I'm sure you guys are frustrated. So I definitely want to hear what you guys have to say watching this game. But if you're an MLSer, if you're a soccer fan, we, we definitely allow all here. So you guys are more than welcome to, to come in and talk as well. I um, want to give you a big shout, a big thank you to our sponsor here tonight. want to give thank you to Lots of Rain Watch for sponsor tonight's Unimatch Recap. If you folks are in the market for a brand-new watch, consider checking out Lots of Rain Watches. High-quality watches at a bargain price. And right now, when you guys head on over to the checkout page, make sure you use promo code PARCETOPHILLY for 10% off of your purchase of a lot to ring watch. So make sure you guys take advantage of that and make sure you guys give a big thank you, as I do, to our sponsor here tonight, Lot to Rain Watches. All right, let's get into this, guys. So, um, like I said, heading into this, really what we're looking forward to is how the Union team would play with the emotions that they were playing with on Sunday. How would that translate over? And, of course, before this match, we talked about it in the preview. Jimmy talked about it in the presser as well. The whole narrative, the term of the trap game. We were walking into a situation, in a midweek situation, in a Chicago team that it is de they were desperate. I mean, they before two weeks ago against D.C., they had a 10-game losing streak. Well, or, or I should say uh, pointless, or not pointless, but win a winless streak. That's what I was looking for. They had a couple draws, but mostly losses. And they get the win against DC. They're feeling good. And then they had the, the loss in Houston. And now they're coming back home against against Philly. And I'm going to get Ezra Hendrickson a lot of credit. These guys, he's gotten this team prepared as, as best as he possibly can. And the game plan, I don't, I don't think it was flawless. I, I will say that I do feel like the Union shot themselves in the foot quite a bit throughout this match. And when you look at the lineups, everything was the same as we anticipated. The question was going to be, 
with the lack of depth that you have due to U.S. men's team, obviously you have four players playing for that team. Um, you have Sergio Santos going through his green card situation. And honestly, on this day, on this night, dare I say the last play Chicago Fire team had more depth than the Philadelphia Union. And that has been a problem. And that was something that we were looking at against NYCFC. Luckily, you had players step up in crucial moments. But this one was definitely probably not going to happen in the same light. But um, going into going in this first half, as we look at it, a lot of back and forth. Uh, I, Shakiri really had his best moments in that first half. There was that nice slip pass through the center uh, to Casper Shabilko. But of course, Mr. Shabilko could not keep up with the ball. His, his lack of pace, it, it, it really just hurts him because he does know how to get himself in the right positions. Um, he's just not clinical there, and obviously the speed does hurt him. But uh, it, it, throughout the first half, it, it really the Union didn't, did not dominate. They had some good moments, I would say. I felt like Chicago had better. And Casper Shabilk had a nice opportunity in the box uh, ball that kind of just sailed right. The best opportunity was right before the halftime. Chris Mueller, we'll talk about him in length in a little bit, but he gets cut loose off a quick, uh, quick break and. One-on-one situation with Andre Blake, and Blake had to go. Chris was trying to slide that bad boy through his five-hole, and, and Andre Blake did a little bit of that split and a great save right before half. That was the best opportunity in the first half, and you're going into halftime nil-nil. So here was the part that you kind of were not looking forward to. You really wanted to go into that second half up early. That way you could see some of these other pieces in a, in a more relaxed situation, right? Unfortunately, though, um, it, it wasn't the case whatsoever. And I, I do feel, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think I, I don't, there was one, there has to be a moment in the second half where the, the momentum just, just turned off for the union and Chicago started gaining it. And then in the 68th minute, my God, Shakiri finds Chris Mueller open on the right flank. Right. And Chris Mueller goes one-on-one -on -one with Kai Wagner. Now we all know, Kai Wagner very well here in Philly. We hold him to high regards. We've even had discussions and arguments with other fans about top five fullback, not left back, but fullback as a whole within this league. Well, Chris Mueller comes up to him on that right flank and puts him on the fucking blender, ladies and gentlemen. Megs Kai Wagner. And then he finds Sekovic in, in the box. And Brujo Martinez can't couldn't even put a freaking hand on Sekovic. Sekovic just places this on a silver platter for Federico Navarro. And he hits this ball low, gets a little deflection on Alejandro Bedoya. Andre Blake put in a tough spot. Hits his fingertips, hits that right left post, and it gets into the back of the net. And just like that, ladies and gentlemen, in the first 12 or 13 minutes in this second half, Chicago's up. And, and I'm just thinking, like, how? Like, all like that play was so un uncharacteristic for the Philadelphia Union. Like, how do you allow that to happen? But I digress because three minutes later, the Philadelphian really lost their composure, and this is on a Brujo Martinez as they get as he gets a red card at from a second yellow. Casper should be he uh, he's fighting a ball with Casper Shabilko. He grabs he grabs Casper's jersey from the light left hand side of his shoulder, and Casper dove a little bit. But at the end of the day, you cannot grab someone's jersey. I don't care. Wait, what are you what are you thinking? So he gets the second yellow. He gets the red card. He starts walking off slowly. And then the next thing I see, I just 
glance over to Twitter for just a freaking millisecond. And what do I see? Paul Tierno with the freaking tweet. Right after the double birds to the NYCFC fans. I sorry, TikTok. I didn't mean I didn't mean to give you the bird there. But he gets a double bird to the NYCFC fans. He gets fine. I don't know how, if he paid for it, the union picked that tab up, but then he's going off into the tunnel at Soldier Field and he decides to pull the Randy, like no, like the legit Randy bus. I need to do some further digging, but from from what this picture showed me, I saw my man's shorts below his thighs, ladies and gentlemen. So right now, Jim's got to put himself in a tough predicament because you got Brujo Martinez, and we know how important he is for this team. He sets the tone for this damn soccer team. But you cannot be do you cannot have these these detriment penalties on you, man. You like you constantly, you know, and everyone knows. And I talked to Leon Flockdorn Duke by the river in the interview that ev- like he the team already knows that refs are already targeting El Brujo Martinez. So you have to play smarter than that. Like, what do you need? It's Casper fucking Shabilko. He's slower than me. Like, what do you need to put a hand on his goddamn jersey for? That is so frustrating. Now, now you're down. Now you're down one nothing, and now you're down a man because you did not think in that moment. This is the problem with the Brujo. I appreciate the energy that he brings out every single match. He's so important, and we saw that play that he put out there on Sunday night. But putting yourself in that predicament hurt this team. Once he went, once we went down ten men, do you know there is no way in hell that we're going to come back? We already subbed off Mikhail Ua, and we subbed off Julian Caranza. Julian came off forty-five minutes. In the second half, he didn't come out. Corey did. And then we gave Chris Donovan a chance. So, and Bruno Martinez needs to take, take a deep dive into himself. You know, there's they are there are those rumors of El Brujo to Mexico. There are those rumors of El Brujo to Italy. But that's not gonna, it's not going to happen if you don't get your job done right now. And the same thing goes for Kai Wagner. Kai Wagner, you got put on a goddamn blender. You you want to be the you want to go play in the Premier League? You want to go play in the Bundesliga? You cannot get put on a blender to Chris Mueller. Now that's no disrespect to Chris Mueller. Chris Mueller played balls out tonight. He destroyed us on both sides. First half, he was on the left-hand side. He abused Nathan Harrell. There was a couple times he got behind Nathan Harrell. And and into the mo- to the point where Jim put out Olivier Baez. Now, I will say this. I don't think per se that he subbed in Olivier Baizo because the, the 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 way that Nathan was playing in that first half. What I do think is that you know Jim's thinking ahead. He is thinking about Sunday, and he wanted to give Olivier some minutes as well. But yeah, no, Chris Mueller definitely did damage on the left hand side, and then they put uh, Chicago subs in Gutierrez for Herbers, and that meant Mueller moved over to the to the right hand side, and he just he did the same thing to Kai Wagner. And it's crazy because I thought that Chris Mueller was still in Scotland. <laughs> he's still in the states. He saw he signed back on with 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 Chicago. And from my understanding, he's he's a he's a local boy. He's a Midwest boy, which I I didn't know. But he he really he really put some work on on the Philadelphia Union. He had the, probably the best opportunity, obviously, besides the actual goal that Chicago got. But he that goal near the end of the second half or the first half that was probably the best opportunity for Chicago. But at the end of the day, I mean, Kai Wagner, 
The problem is, I honestly feel, since coming back from the international break, Kai Wagner hasn't played his best soccer. NYCFC was a fine match for him. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not criticizing him for that one per se. But I mean, like, against Cincinnati. I mean, Ray Gaddis. Listen, we all love Ray, right? But the fact that Ray was able to lock him down and now he's getting put on blenders to Chris Mueller. That's like, listen, that happens to MLS players. But MLS players who have aspirations to go to Europe, nah, it doesn't happen. And especially you, you want to go to the Prem. You are the one that wants to go to the Prem. You are the one that wants to go to Bundesliga. That's not how you get it done, brother. That's not how you get it done. What's going on? Uh, if I speak, I'm in big trouble. AK Gaming, you're allowed to speak, man. We have, you have every right to talk all the crap you want on us. We play like absolute dog crap, and we deserve shit talking. You deserve it, AK Gaming. Good, and you know what, AK Gaming, you know I love you, man, and good good match to you, my friend. Good match to you. Uh, what did I just watch, Mike? I don't know what we all just watched. That was just an atrocious performance by the Philadelphia Union. Um, the scheduling is obviously a bit of a... Of, uh, Something to consider here tonight, right? But here's my thing. Chicago had a match on Saturday. A lot of teams were playing matches here tonight who also played over the weekend. It's not an excuse. It's flat out not an excuse. You have to find a way to get at least a point. Like, I, I again, like I said at the top of this, if we would have walked out of Soldier Field with one point, I would have felt fine tonight. You know, I'm like, all right, let's move on to Columbus, whatever. But the fact that Chicago... For, I would say, 60 minutes of this match looked like, let's go 65, 70 minutes of this match, looked like the better team. And that's where the the draw the line gets drawn, my friends. Cannot happen. No, I think you need to play good. They should play like that. <laughs> and now you're just going pause it. Uh, they played okay. Uh, I, listen, I, I think I'll say this. I think that mentally they lost the game. I, I think that's really what it was. Because like like you like like Elijah said, they played okay. And there were some moments here for the Philadelphia Union. I mean, I thought Corey Burke had the best goal opportunity out of anyone in this match. That's the the second early second half opportunity. Kai Wagner with an absolute dime of a cross, one of his better plays in this match. And Corey Burke gets a nice shot on it. And Selena uh Gaga, as they say, dude, what a save. Dude, what an absolute save. We're talking like centimeters away from a goal. Like the ball was stopped right at that line. That was a nice save by him. Um, they were, you know, they the union were really direct in, in, in their attack as well. But I I would say this. I mean, and they did a good job of getting behind that back line at times. Um the long pass, remember we talked about it during the pre the preview show. I was intrigued by the union using that 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 long pass again uh, because teams have had success on Chicago with that. And um, throughout the first couple minutes, Chicago did a good job of defending that. But after a while, uh, the union had some success with success passing the ball through the top. Um, and and but again, that second half, I'm just trying to figure out what it was, how the momentum back over to Chicago. I just can't think of it, um, but it's it's really tough, man. That was a penalty on Burke. Oof, Elijah. Yeah, that was, I would agree. Um, that, that was a tough one. I did think that he sold a little bit, but there was contact, Elijah. And in the end of the day, that is a PK. I, I agree with you, my man. 
Um, yes, Dupe by the River are getting sponsors. <laughs> uh, we're working on it, man. We're working on getting sponsors to Dupe by the River. I don't want to ignore TikTok. What's up, TikTok? What's going on? Uh, Billy, if you if you're patient, we'll do Phillies game recap tonight. But uh, right now we're doing Union game recap. Both of them were in action tonight. What's up, Mama Dukes? We got Mama Dukes in the chat. What's going on? Love you, Ma. Jewish Philadelphia, we wicked? I don't know if we're wicked. I don't know if tonight if we were wicked, uh, Jewish Philadelphian. It's not probably a term I would use for tonight. <laughs> uh, Daniel Moffitt, I'm waiting for the MLS's apology for that PK no call. <laughs> Yo, Daniel, make sh- I want them to seal it with the bow with this apology. All right, At least if they're going to apologize for the third time this year, give me a bow with this one. Jeez Louise. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see what they say. We'll see what they say. And yet, um, none of the NYCFC players were disciplined from for in, in, in were for interfering with polishing, pending to his players as they were hurt. But you know, I digress. It is what it is. Uh, as a fire fan, that Burke foul was a pen. I wish I could show it again because um, I do agree. Um, again, he did sell a little bit, but there was contact at the end of the day. But look, we can, we can't rely on that man. At the end of the day, the you were not clinical in that final third. Mikel Ua is is a little bit of a concern at the moment. I want to hold I want to hold reservation. I want to believe that as the season goes on, he will be fine and he'll find his form, right? But right now, I mean, the dude the dude looked gassed. Like I think at the 60 minute mark, they the cameras started facing towards uh, Mikel Ua, and all you see is this guy just like grabbing the side. He looked like me on the pitch, <laughs> just grabbing his sides. He's like. And, and and just like, oh, my God, man, like, I, I get it. Like, I, that's the thing. I can't be mad. I get it. The dude just came over playing in the Den- the Danish leagues and come straight into MLS, had, had the visa situation, had the injuries, and now he's just trying to find his form and gain chemistry, and there is some pressure right now with it. But, man, oh, man, I thought Jim was going to allow him out. He, he cut him loose, or he cut him off, I think, 60 minutes into this match. At, on Sunday, he gave 64 minutes. And of course, I hit the wrong button to figure this out. <laughs> and we saw Chris Donovan come in the match. Not too much from Chris Donovan here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. He had he had that one head on the ball. Um, but other than that, man, my, my MacBook is slow as crap, dude. Here we go. Oh my god! Don't forget, guys. Don't forget. Quick, your quick reminder. Make sure you guys are voting for MLS All Stars. All right, you know who to vote for. You know who to vote for. You start in eleven. Except for Kai Wagner. Kai Wagner's on my shit list. I'm going to put him in there. Kai Wagner's on my shit list right now. All right, so Mikel Ua went 66 this week, uh, or this match, I'm sorry. Um, so you got two more minutes here tonight. I thought he was going to go 70. I, I really thought he was going to leave him out there for 70, but it just wasn't in the cards tonight, man. Uh, we really out here getting hurt because of our academy success. Either way, our starter should do a bit better. Daniel, look, I understand. I understand the frustration, but... What those kids are getting with the U.S. youth team is very, very valuable. And by the way, they're going to come back even stronger. They are playing some really, really valuable minutes over with the U.S. youth team. So uh, I'm not mad at that. You got to find ways, right? You got to find ways to get these points right now. Uh, that's why I, if we would have looked out with the point. I wasn't happy. With it. Now, I'm freaking out totally. I'm upset because of the result, but I'm not freaking out overall over this team because this happens in the MLS all the time. Teams like this lose to bad teams. It's the league. 
38 games. So I'm not concerned about this team. I'm just upset over this this one tonight. Um, but it, I'm, I, I have all. If I'm Columbus, I'm put on watch because you do not want to face off against the team. Now the thing is, we do struggle in Columbus, but I'm sure that you're going to come in heavily, heavily emotional in that one. But we'll talk about Columbus later this week. Chris Mueller, biggest flopper at MLS. That's fine. Man, he he flopped us. <laughs> How about that, Elijah? He flopped us tonight on both sides. Jeez, man. That's fine, AK Gaming. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah, you're smoking on that uni pack. All right. It is what it is. Like I said, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, Love lacrosse. I was there. Are you a Chicago or are you a Philly fan? And it did, the crowd did not look great, I'll say. Now, look, it's tough to get fans to come out on a midweek match. Um, especially when Chicago is bad, but it did look really empty. Um, and this is why I don't really care to play in NFL stadiums. It's cool. You're downtown. You know, Soldier Field is obviously the biggest sporting venue in Chicago. You get that. Like, seeing those empty seats in around Soldier Field just doesn't look good. It just flat out doesn't. And I, and I, if I remember correctly, Bridgeton, they had a lot of empty seats as well. But this is just different, man. Absolutely different here. But let me know if you where were you at, uh, or, or who do you support as well, um, Daniel? What are your thoughts on Sunday, given the fact that our guys are are already looking tired? Well, Daniel, we're gonna break this down. The uh, we go we do match previews before every match. We had a preview for this one that was shot this morning. Uh, probably we'll have the preview for this one either Friday or Saturday. Make sure you stay tuned because it's gonna be a Sunday match. Uh, but my early analysis. I would say I, I do think these guys are going to come in there motivated. I, I really do. Now, I need to look into – I don't know what the status will be for the kids. Um, I also don't know the status of Sergio Santos. I think he's two, three weeks into it. Uh, this could take The situation could take up to four weeks, so that's something to keep an eye out for. But, um, look, you if you're a player who played tonight, you have to feel like you got punched in the gut because that was ugly. That You, you, you have to do better. And so I, I would expect these guys to come out with a chip on their shoulder, especially against a Columbus team. And we all know the narrative of the union in Columbus. They typically struggle at, at what was Matt Free Stadium. And now I forget what it's called now. The, it's a beautiful grounds, but I'm just blanking on the name of the stadium. But I would expect these guys to come out motivated. Uh, it's really hard to sell midweek. Yeah, uh, and I hate it, man. And I hate it. Uh, We're having more fans. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Fire build a new stadium. That's the tough part um, because, you know, obviously we, we've been talking about NYCFC and their stadium situation. It's tough, man. It's tough building these downtown stadiums for soccer-specific stadiums, especially in these major, major markets. I mean, obviously, L.A. was able to do it because they have the backing of some very rich and powerful men in Los Angeles. Uh, out in New York, you know their struggles, and they have the City Group, and they have uh, the Steinbrenners, the Yankees' ownership. Um, Miami, it's – that – downtown stadium is going to take a while you know they're right now they're playing at fort lauderdale uh it's not probably it's not ideal for them and probably their fans i do think it's easy to get out if i'm not mistaken i wouldn't know entirely but um even dallas i mean no i don't think anyone besides the stars and the mavericks play in dallas actually obviously tech the rangers and the cowboys play in arlington and fc dallas plays in frisco uh so it's tough it's tough to build these downtown stadiums they cost money there's permits there's politics into it as well, um, so it is very difficult. But I think for right now, you guys are just going to have to settle in Soldier Field. Um, I, I don't like that, but it is what it is. 
AK Gaming, I, I did see that, and I'll say this. I can't tell you how it is when we play against you guys, and I have to go look for, you know, whatever it is for Chicago Fire. And the first thing that popped up is that dumbass show. And I never watched it, and I'm probably just slandering them because I'm an MLSer, but it's annoying. It's flat or annoying. I couldn't even be a Chicago Fire fan because every time I type in my damn team, that damn show pops up, and, and that's got to be annoying. And if I'm not mistaken, the Chicago Fire soccer team has been around longer than the show. So, But it has a lot of different terms because obviously there's the big actual Chicago Fire from back in, like, what, the 30s or 40s. I know my Chicago history. Come on, man. I really don't know much Chicago history. <laughs> Lame of the Google search. It sucks, Elijah. It sucks, dude. I'm not even a Fire fan, and it sucks. Uh, now it's payback for the union. Dude, we deserve it. Like I said, we deserve it, man. It is. I have to change. Uh, yeah. That, see, that that to me, like, that's annoying. That's just flat out. Of um, I thought uh, Gaga, they call him, was was really good here tonight. And it's funny because AK Gaming, before Doran Duke by the River, you were saying he was overrated. He's really good. Um, there were some good opportunities by the union. And I, I thought that we did. Uh, he did a great job of just stopping it. Uh, he, he's, he's going to be, I think he's gonna be really nice. I wonder what's going to, what his future holds. Like, will he go over to Europe? But regardless, he's, he's gonna have a bright future ahead of him. But, um, look, I'll say this as well. I felt like the chemistry was a little off tonight with the, with the attack at times. Um, Chicago, one thing they do good is moving the ball. I mean, they haven't been really clinical in the final third, but even tonight you saw some good passes. The one thing I'll say with the union, when I watch him moving the ball up and down the pitch. I don't see crisp, clean passes. I don't see anticipation. Like, Chicago did a great job of quick passes. You know, first in first reaction, getting that ball out, and then moving the ball such and so. I'm not going to say like like a Barcelona or, or Saudi ball Napoli, but it was that ticky-tack, heavy possession type of soccer with all those heavy possession type of styles. They were doing that a little bit. But I would like to see the uni work on getting long runs of just beautiful passing. Like I remember last year at home against Cincinnati and this was put up on the social medias of, of the union and the passes that they were doing were just so crisp and clean and, and they were just on point and the union need to get back to that, working on that, getting on the same page right now. It just does not feel like sometimes the attack, like everyone is on the same page. Now I did look at the passing charts here tonight. And again, there was a disconnect with Leon flock in the attack. Um, him and Mikel Uwa just struggling to connect. Mikel Uwa in general, he just looked fatigued in general because he obviously played 64 minutes on Sunday, played 66 minutes here tonight, and obviously fatigue is a concern with me, Michael Uwa. Me, or, yeah, it's Michael Uwa. Um, so these are things that the union need to clean up on. And luckily tonight, you know, Chicago was able to exploit that, right? Um, Ebro Martinez, I mean, Jim, Jim has to do something with him. Obviously, he's going to get suspended for Sunday. But further than that, like, what do you do? Because I need, I, we need to get the full word of what went down within the tunnel after the match. Because the stuff that will happen on Sunday, we can let that go by, right? You know, putting, flipping the bird to the fans. I don't really care. Just, Jim, just give him a little word. Like, hey, don't do that. You're a role model. You shouldn't be doing that. But then, if from what I saw, if that is true, mooting the fans, that does not fly. And that needs to be rectified. Do you spend them further the Columbus game? If if it's the case with the mooning, I would. Honestly, I would. You need to set some sub, some type of message. I know for a fact Jim has talked to Bruno Martinez more than once. 
I know for a fact he's done that. So at some point, if talking doesn't work, you got to take some extra uh, measures here. And possibly an extra suspension might do him well. But that, it, and, and just, it's not even just that. It's just the dumb mistakes he makes on the pitch. Like, why did he grab Casper's jersey? It just did not make sense. I thought the Union did a great job, though, of shutting down Shakiri. I mean, in the first half, I was the first 30, he was acting in the attack, and then he went quiet. I thought he did. I thought we did a solid job of shutting him down. Our old friend Casper Shabilko. Chicago, there's a reason why we were so um, easily persuaded to let him go. And to sell them off to you guys for 1.1 million or 1.2, whatever it was, we sold them to you guys. Guy slows molasses. And this is what we told you guys when he was here in Philadelphia. Now, he did have a good opportunity. In the second half, he, he had a header off the ball and he hit it perfectly, but it just was just a little too high and it hit the post. But hey, man, Casper, I wish you nothing but the, nothing but the best, man. But Chicago, he's your problem. At the end of the day, this was an embarrassing loss. I, I can't put it blindly. This this was an embarrassing loss. Just the way you lost it. That's really what it was. Because you mentally crumbled. And this is typically a really mentally tough team. I mean, we see what they do in tournaments. You know, to pass success in tournament-like situations, you have to be very, very strong mentally. But like I said, this is the MLS. And these type of things happen throughout an MLS season. Um, was told... Uh, Brujo was just hot. Didn't see to wear the shorts anymore. <laughs> I really hope that's the case because if he was mooning someone, dude, we got some serious problems, man. We got some serious problems at that point. Now, he did not leave the match right of the way. Um, after the red card in the 70, 72nd minute, he stayed like 10 minutes in the tunnel. We're just watching the match. So... I don't know what the rules are with that. I, my understanding, once you get uh, tossed out of a game, you got to actually go to the locker room. You have to be off the premise. Uh, I mean, we could still see Brujo Martinez. He definitely was getting into it with the fans because you saw him drawing back with some fans on in the stands. So I, I don't know, man. I, I need I need, I need need further wording. I need to hear this presser. I, I, Jim, where you at? Let me talk to you, bro. <laughs> Let me talk to you. Castro was close. Yep, AK Gamer, he was close to scoring. That header in that second half, man. He just hit the top of the post, man. The crossbar, as they say. All right, so next up for the Union, we're back at it on Sunday. Um, let me get the full-time timeage here for us. But, uh, look, it's not going to be easy now. This is going to be the first time we do play in their new stadium. Um, we actually, I think we played the last or the second-to-last match in Maffrey Stadium. Uh, so this will be the first time we will be in Columbus's new stadium. I can get that name right now. Lower.com field. It'll be the first time we're in lower.com field. So we got Sunday match, 7.30 p.m. kickoff. Uh, Union versus crew. I don't know. I don't have any word on Cucho Hernandez, whether he'll play or not. I'll find that out before the preview. Uh, but make sure you guys stay tuned for that. Uh, we'll talk about that during the preview. Um, I was in the stands. I will be talking crap to Martinez. Oh, man. Or are you saying if I was in the stands? Yeah, I probably would too, man. I probably would too if I was the, if I was the opposing fan, because why not? It's easy to do it, man. It was it's easy to do. All right, guys, it's gonna do it for tonight's Union match recap. Thank you so much for watching, guys. Again, the Union fall to the Chicago Fire one to nothing on Wednesday night, and we're off to the Columbus Crew. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you guys enjoyed the content, do me the solid and hit that like button. And of course, to be a part of the family, all you gotta do is subscribe. And, of course, if you're more of a podcaster, all you got to do is find us on Oin Philly Sports and subscribe there for all your podcasting needs. 
And a big thank you and a big shout out to our sponsor here tonight, La Terrain Watches. Make sure you guys use the promo code Parcero Philly for 10% off of your purchase of a La Terrain watch. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of El Parcero Philly, and I am telling you guys to do ball. Talk to you guys soon. Yeah.